Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Saletti, and it's Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023, 2023, 2023, 23. And we have with us the man of men, a person with a heart, a soul, a spirit of the true American spirit, but not only in mind and spirit, but in knowledge that really knows the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, what our rights are, the rights we should have, the rights we've lost. And he keeps writing about it week after week. And we're honored to have him with us again this week, Judge Andrew Napolitano. Judge, thanks for being here today. Thank you, Gerald. Always a pleasure, my friend. You know, you have an article today. It's coming out tomorrow. And it's just so sad when I read this. And, and it breaks my heart. And, and it's, it, the title of it's called Torture Comes Home to Roost. Hidden within some folks are the souls of saints. Hidden within others are the souls of beasts. You write, torture unleashes the beasts. Nothing is more destructive of human decency. Nothing is less fruitful in seeking truth. Nothing is more totalitarian and nothing so undermines the government's own case as its use of torture. Are you talking about the uh, those dirty commies over there in Russia and China, those people that torture people, whoever they want, for every reason? Why those dirty commies? We should destroy them. Of course, I'm talking about the American CIA and the American military torturing people at uh, so-called black sites in Thailand, Afghanistan, Poland, and at the United States Naval Base in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, which came to a head last week when a military judge did the unthinkable to the military uh, and suppressed confessions that were given during and after torture. This is the first time the government has suffered a setback of this magnitude uh, in 20 years at Guantanamo Bay. Second thing that happened last week was college Sheikh Mohammed, the alleged mastermind of 9-11, as to whose guilt there is ample, ample evidence, but who was tortured 183 times in six months after uh, his lawyers announced to the court that they were going to call his now retired CIA torturers to the witness stand to describe what they did to him. The prosecutor said, you really want this stuff out there? We can't defend it. Lawyers are not ethically permitted to defend torture. So Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, who arguably organized the murder of 3,000 Americans, escapes the death penalty uh, and uh, escapes the bowels of Florence, Colorado. That's the American government's uh, supermax. And is now negotiating for a guilty plea with the uh, creature comforts in, in an above ground uh, jail. So you have two major setbacks. Why? Because the government shot itself in the foot by torturing. It didn't need to torture Nashiri the guy who allegedly uh, bombed the USS Cole that killed 17,000 people. That's the uh, confessions that were suppressed. And it didn't need to torture Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. But because it tortured both, in one case, now they have no evidence out of his mouth with which to prosecute him. 
in the case of Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, notwithstanding a mountain of evidence, literally a mountain of evidence, they're afraid to prosecute him because they don't want the American government to be exposed for what it truly is. So Joe Biden, and this is not Biden's fault, this just happened on his watch. The torture occurred on George W.'s watch. Joe Biden has authorized uh, plea negotiations between the government and Khalid Sheikh uh, Mohammed. Did you see either of those on the front page of the New York Times or on Fox News? No. Nothing. Now, this Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, you say he was guilty? Yes. And the evidence shows that he's guilty for for 9-11? For orchestrating uh, 9-11. Why did they have to torture him? Because Dick Cheney told them to torture. Because George Bush authorized the torture. Because Bush said none of you will be prosecuted uh, for torture. Well, I Bush thought Osama and his bin Laden was responsible for that. Ah, well, uh, bin Laden's <laughs> now dead, and this is the guy they have. So who the hell no, knows? But, you, but I mean, look what happened. They Bush, that little little boy of nothing, a little clown, a little jerk, a daddy's boy, George W. Bush, who you say over here, in both cases, the evidence of guilt discoverable without torture was substantial, yet the sickening lust for government-inflicted pain fermented by the morally challenged and ethically obtuse President George W. Bush materially weakened the government's cases. This here's is the way, here's the, way the law. Here's the way the law of torture works, and uh, George Bush and Dick Cheney's legal advisors and torturers either forgot this or didn't know it. Except, funny, law students know this in the first year of law school. So if somebody's being tortured and he says to the torturers, I did it. And then they stop the torture. And a month later, he says, I did it. Both statements are excludable. Neither statement is usable. These jerks thought that because inflicting this pain, they would get some these guys to repeat it after the pain stopped. The courts still don't admit it. So nothing that these people said, no matter what they did to them, is admissible in the case against them. So by torturing them, the government weakened its own case against them because of George Bush and Dick Cheney's bloodlust and boasting about how rough we could be once we caught these people. You know, but this is the this is the George Bush that said we got to invade Afghanistan, because we got to get that guy Osama bin Laden, quote, dead or alive. Correct. And this is the same George Bush who, in, a, in an unguarded moment, said, well, we have to get Saddam Hussein because, quote, he tried to kill my daddy, yep. close quote, which is yep. true. He did try and kill uh, uh, President George H.W. Bush. That's hardly a reason for invading uh, the country. A, a, a sickened individual uh, who added trillions to debt, who, who slaughtered close to a million people uh, in uh, the two wars, who um, uh, boasted about the Patriot Act, assaulting our civil liberties, arguably the worst president in the post-World War II era. You know, life changed so dramatically with George W. Bush in the beginning of the, the war on terror. I, I used to love to travel. Now I hate it. Everything has changed. We didn't have a homeland security back then. You didn't get felt up when you went to the airport. 
the whole thing has changed. A little clown boy of nothing. And these are the people that are running and ruining our country. And what you just said about him, how many people did he murder? Well, close to a million people died between the Afghan uh, war. We were there for 20 years. We accomplished nothing but destroying a society uh, and the invasion uh, of Iraq, uh, which we effectively uh, destroyed. Close to a million human beings died, not Americans. Uh, only about six or 7,000 Americans died. So people get angry at me because they don't like my language. They don't like when I get angry. Why don't you calm down, Salenti, and stop calling these people these names that you call them because you are being, you know, we don't like your language. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you don't like my attitude, but you bend over and suck the crap spewing out of the mouth of these murderers. Oh, and they're elevated by the media. Oh, yeah. Oh, why don't you why, why don't you buy some of little Georgie Bush's paintings? You know, this is disgusting what's happened to this country. And what you write here, you know, about, you know, one of my lines is, I'm tired. Oh, first of all, you said that um, um, the black sites, you call them, right? Yes. That's being racist. How dare you call them black sites? <laughs> right. Let's really be stupid about this. So let's <laughs> stay on staying on the stupid level. I'm sick and tired of hearing this crap that if only women were in charge, there would be no war. And you write about this woman in the CIA about torture? Gina Haspel, nicknamed by her colleagues, not her victims, by her colleagues, Bloody Gina, who gloried in the torture, who personally supervised uh, the torture of al-Nashiri, and who wrote about it in graphic detail, which was inadvertently uh, revealed by a super honest FBI agent who didn't know what she was doing, I guess, inadvertently revealed this stuff uh, in open court. And that's how we all uh, got, uh, got our hands on it. And she eventually became the director of the CIA yeah. under Donald Trump. Yeah. You write over here. After nearly drowning and severely beating him, the guy that you, you, you wrote about this, uh, repeatedly locking him in a coffin and raping him for months, bloody Gina's team suspended Nashari's suspended Nashari by his wrists secured behind his back until his arms were nearly pulled out of his shoulder sockets. This is America. This Those is dirty Russians, what they're doing over there in Ukraine. Oh, yeah, nobody talks about America. Oh, in the Trends Journal this week, we write about what's going on in Libya, how the place is now destroyed, and, and, and what's going on over there. Brought to you, oh, again, if only women were in charge, Hillary Clinton, Samantha Power, and Susan Rice. Right. And Obama, the Nobel Peace of Crap Prize winner. 
about Madeleine Albright, the deaths of 500,000 children was worth it. Yep. Remember, remember when she said that? Yeah. Oh, and I forgot about Victoria Newland. Uh, could you find could you find a better love of murder than her? The orchestrator of the uh, 2004 coup uh, in Ukraine. 2014. And, and 2014, correct, coup. Yeah, here it is, all in your Trends Journal, an article written back then in 2014 by Dr. Paul Craig Roberts about Victoria Newland, and just to to back up what you just said. Washington concluded that Russia needed to be confronted with or distracted by problems that would leave the Russian government less confident or able to counter Washington's aggression elsewhere. You ready? Ukraine presented the perfect opportunity for Washington to advance its hegemonic agenda. This is written by Dr. Paul Craig Roberts. In a speech at the National Press Club last December, meaning December 2013, Assistant Secretary of State Victoria Newland boasted that Washington had invested $5 billion in non-governmental organizations, NGOs, in Ukraine. The purpose of the NGOs, you ready, is to teach democracy. <laughs> and they overthrew the democratically elected government of Viktor Yanukovych. Brought to you by Victoria Newland that was passing out cookies and cakes with uh, that little clown boy that was the ambassador, uh, Jeffrey Pyatt. And she's caught on the phone with Pyatt saying F you to the EU. She used the actual word, the F word. Right. We're going to put Yatsen, that little clown Yatsenyuk, after they overthrew, uh, uh, when they were going to overthrow uh, Yanukovych. And they said, we're going to do it before the Russians could do anything. But this is only information that people have no idea about. But again, I'm sick and tired of this, you know, that I'm, I'm sick and tired of, of race, creed, and color being the agenda that people put on things for people's crimes when they, when it's everybody. It's not a race, creed, or color. It's not black, white, women, men. There's good and bad and evil in all of them. And but they what they always want to do again, if only women were in charge, what a bunch of crap that is. You know, and talking about what a bunch of crap that is going on. You said torture, no matter the goal, is the most tyrannical government overreach imaginable. It presumes that there are no natural rights or moral standards. It utterly negates the personhood of the victim. It reveals that there's no is no end to what the government can do and get away with. It is expressly prohibited by the Constitution and federal laws. Yeah, what the government can do and get away with. The government does whatever it wants and gets away with it. Look at the murder. How come they haven't brought up Bush and Cheney and Obama for their war crimes and Clinton? Well... Bush has actually been indicted uh, by the EU and he can't travel to Europe uh, because there is no statute of limitations on the war crimes. Uh, Spanish court has actually indicted him uh, for the uh, invasion of Iraq. Who knows where where that will go? But there rarely, rarely is justice. Uh, all of these people have killed. Donald Trump killed. Barack Obama killed. They all killed without declarations of war. They all killed people that were not engaged 
uh, in acts of violence. Bush's was probably the worst because yep. of the huge and massive invasions, military invasions of Afghanistan uh, and Iraq. But no, these people are are never punished. Madeleine Albright uh, went to her uh, grave uh, comfortable and confident in, in repeating the monstrosities that she uttered about uh, the value uh, of the slaughter of innocents. I mean, Bill Clinton famously bombed a pharmaceutical factory within hours of his public interrogation before uh, a grand jury in order to get the public's attention off uh, the interrogation uh, of the grand jury. And never and people got killed. Obviously, people were working in the in the in the factory um, in in Kosovo, but uh, nobody gets punished for that, Gerald. It no, just, that's, just that's not happen. torture. That's not torture. Yeah, no, it's it's every time again. As I say, every time Clinton got caught with his pants down, it was bombs away over Baghdad. Correct. I mean, these are facts. I'm not making this up. You know, and and again, you know. Um, what are we doing in Cuba? You're talking about Guantanamo. What the hell are we doing down? That's not our country. Well, we had a 99-year lease uh, negotiated during the Teddy Roosevelt years, and we refused to leave. So the Supreme Court, I mean, it, it wasn't an application to leave. The Bush administration argued that it wasn't the United States. It was Cuba. And therefore, the Constitution didn't apply. Uh, they made this argument five times. They lost it all five times. The Supreme Court's, what are you kidding? You've been there for more than 100 years. You own the real estate there. The U.S. military is there. Wherever you go and stay permanently, the Constitution goes with you. So all those jerks that gave Bush and Cheney the advice, go to Cuba. It's not the United States. You can kill. You can torture. The Constitution doesn't apply. And best of all, those pesky federal judges won't bother you. All wrong. All bad advice. All would flunk constitutional law 101 in the first year of law school if they had made statements like that on an exam. And this is what the country's de 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 declined into. You know, Correct. you talk about Obama. You know, I, I call him the Nobel Peace of Crap Prize winner. Yeah, this is a cover that uh, one of the uh, freedom... Uh, article, well, there's this article about the uh, United States overthrow of the, the government of uh, uh, Yanukovych in 2014. You know, this is the guy that lied his way into office as the peace candidate. You know, again, in talking about peace, look what's going on in Ukraine. What's your latest updates? You talked to McGregor and, and others, Scott uh, uh, Douglas McGregor, former colonel, and uh, he really knows a lot about what's going on on the inside. What's your latest updates on what's going on in Ukraine? Ukraine uh, is losing uh, terribly. The kill ratio is seven to one, meaning for every one Russian soldier killed, seven Ukrainian soldiers are killed. The population of Russia is 110 million. The population of Ukraine 10 years ago was 42 million. It's now 22 million. So do the math. They can't last much longer. And why do they keep losing battles? They're being told how to fight the war by armchair generals in Brussels, otherwise known as bureaucrats in NATO. You want our aid? We'll tell you how to fight the war. Tell us how to fight the war. We're getting decimated following what you're telling us how to do. 
It's only a matter of time before President uh, Zelensky flees to his townhouse in Paris or his villa in Miami or is killed uh, or the soldiers just put down their arms and say, forget it, we're not going into this meat grinder anymore. And the, and the Ukrainian generals will agree with them. It's only a matter of time. Uh, Russia has built three lines uh, of defense uh, along southeastern Ukraine. The Russian, uh, the Ukrainian offensive hasn't even reached, much less breached, the first of those three lines. Uh, Ukraine has absolutely no air power, and it is the most mined country in the world. Every single objective indication of defeat is pointing towards defeat. Every single one of them. Well, back in... Uh... Oh, and I forgot. Joe Biden just asked for another $28 billion. Oh. The, the conservatives, uh, the, the, the Freedom Caucus of mainly libertarian Republicans in the House have said no way. So what is Kevin McCarthy going to, the Republican Speaker of the House going to do? Get Democratic votes to give him the $28 billion. As the $28 billion. He's yeah. wasted $113 billion uh, already. There's no off-ramp. There's no way out for him. Uh, a month ago, he said uh, Putin has lost already. Last weekend, Jake Sullivan, his uh, national security advisor, said, can't handicap the war. We can't predict the outcome. So yeah. either Jake is not listening to his uh, boss, Joe didn't know what he was saying, or they've changed their minds. Pick your poison. You mean Jake Sullivan, who looks like the great-grandson of Goebbels, that little clown? <laughs> yes, it sounds yeah. like the great-grandson of Goebbels. Yeah, and, 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 and there's the clown boy that was saying they were going to defeat the Russians, don't forget. Yes. Yeah. And and by the way, when they're now by the from just what I'm hearing today, it's more bombs away. They're sending more drones into Moscow, more bombings in Crimea. So the more that they, as I see it, the more that Ukraine keeps sitting into Russia, the more Russia is going to ramp up the war against Ukraine. Correct. Correct. Believe it or not. Putin does not want to kill people. He does not want to govern Ukraine. He just wants NATO, the NATO mindset, and the NATO weapons the hell out of Ukraine. Just like we, if the Chinese entered into a treaty with the Mexicans, would want Chinese weapons out of Mexico. Same principle. Yep. And, and when we're looking at this money going there, Screw the people over in Maui. The hell with you. Here's a couple of bucks. We got, we're going to send a hundred and what? I think it's like 130 billion to go fight and, and give aid to Ukraine. But the hell with you people down there. You don't mean anything. And look at our rotted infrastructure. And the, and the reason what happened in Maui is that the third world electric supply we have. How come you go to Europe, you don't see... You don't see telephone poles all over all over the cities. The, everything's buried underground. Well, Europeans have a much better sense of aesthetics, and now they have much better engineering than we do. Yep. Judge, thanks so much for being on, and thank you for all that you do in the true American spirit of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It's an honor to be on with you, and we'll see you next week. Uh, it's a pleasure, Gerald. Thank you. All the best to you.